Hi everyone, welcome to Stump the Guru podcast with your host, Ari Galpa, the world's number one authority on trust-based selling and the creator of Unlock the Game. This monthly podcast will bring you guests from virtually every industry unrehearsed to try and stump Ari with their most difficult sales challenges. This podcast is for business owners, financial advisors, entrepreneurs and sales executives. The guests on this show have only one goal in mind, to stump Ari. And Ari has one goal in mind, to overturn the notion of selling as we know it today by building trust between buyers and sellers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stump the Guru Show. My name is Ari Galper, and uh, I'm with Trust-Based Selling Unlock the Game. Hope you're doing well. If you've been on the show for uh, a while and listened to our podcast, glad you're back again for another show. Uh, as you probably know, I've been specializing in this for the last 25 years. I just trust-based selling and really have mastered the art of being able to uh, condense a sales cycle down to a short amount of steps, build trust with folks, um, really get out of the sales mode and the deep trust mode. And uh, we have a whole body of work around that, languaging a mindset shift. And we work with financial advisors, uh, consultants, entrepreneurs, business owners, anybody in the low volume, high margin, long sales cycle, high trust business. That's the quadrant where we specialize in. And today's show really is, as you probably know, if you've been here before, is an opportunity to bring your toughest sales challenge, ask me a question and get some live coaching, leave here with some new ideas you can implement right away inside your business to shift your own thinking to get better results. And of course, just to stop chasing folks. In fact, that's a theme from today that I'll kind of touch on right now briefly before I have Steve open up the show. I see a whole bunch of folks waiting in the green room to come in. Thank you from those coming around the world. I've already asked me a question. Uh, look, I think a lot of people I speak with, they're frustrated with the idea of having to chase people, chase prospects who say things like, sounds great. I'm interested. Uh, really enjoyed our meeting learn so much from you and you and you feel a sense that, hey, we had a great meeting, all went well. Why are they going ghosting you? And then you're forced to chase them. And a lot of folks now are saying, Ari, I don't chase them anymore. They're just not a fit. I'm not gonna uh, you know, go below my pay grade and that's to chase people anymore. And, and this whole idea of losing somebody that's qualified from the first meeting, and then they end up into a black hole after that is something you have to fix. And one small tweak to that, besides obviously learning what I call our one call sale model, which we do through consulting to help you compress the sales cycle at one meeting, is to, after the first meeting with someone, a first conversation, what you want to do is you want to move them to a next calendar conversation, not a, I'll call you next week, or uh, you know we'll get a hold of you, and they drop off the calendar. You want to move yourself into what I call a by appointment only business model. We only work with people on your calendar. If they're off the calendar, then you got to keep them on the calendar. Or if they're off, they're not going to be a fit officially. So here's some languaging for you to use at the end of your first meeting with somebody. When you feel it's a good fit and good chemistry, good opportunity, and uh, it feels right, here's what you can say. You can say, it might be helpful, John, if we schedule a time to meet up again on our calendars the next couple of weeks to answer more questions for you, get your thoughts on our conversation. That would avoid you and I going back and forth and chasing each other. Would you be open to that? 
it's a very reasonable request to ask someone that question uh, if it was a good conversation. And in most cases, if they're a fit with you, they're going to say, sure, because they can trust you enough to meet with you again. If they say, no, no, you just chased me, you follow up with me, then you know it's probably not going to be a good fit in that case. So at least try and move, keep folks on your calendar. If they're off the calendar, that tells you something. And that means you got to do a better job of building trust with them at hello in that initial meeting. So that's the one tip for you for folks who are, are still chasing ghosts and a way to keep them in your calendar so they're showing up the next time and you have a better chance to build more trust with them over time. So on that note, we only have a short amount of time today, so I don't want to get as many folks in as I can today. So Steve, let's bring in the first person we have for the show. All righty. Technically, this is the Halloween edition, Ari, because Halloween is in two weeks, but it's too soon, so we can't. But I've got the orange, but it's really for the Knicks. Let's be real. I'm gotcha. going to bring on Blake. Hey, Blake, how are you today, man? If you could let everybody know what your story is, who you are, and then your question for Ari, please. Yeah, of course. So my name is Blake McCullough. I'm the founder of GMS Media Group. So we specialize in paid media buying, digital marketing, and advisory. Um, so my question, I mean, we've been in business for seven years, and um, we've, I think we, we, we've had the, the, the luxury of being able to have a, a lot of great business come to us and lock in for you know a, a six month agreement off the back of your processes that we've implemented, Ari. Um, moving into now a bit of a tougher economy, um, interest rates, um, distrust, particularly with agencies in in, in my environment. What would you suggest, and and do you think it's a good idea to perhaps implement? Um, like more of an introductory offer that's not going straight into a six-month agreement off the back of a consult to sort of tease them to get some form of, some form of financial commitment to then um, convert them into the six-month agreement. We've tested both, but, um, yeah, still sort of like sitting on the fence between what's the best one to go with to, to scale the business. Yes, yes. You definitely need to have some way for them to put their foot in the door to start with you to see your value, trust you before they might go with a bigger commitment. And we, 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 you know what problems they want to solve. They need leads, they need better presence, whatever that might be. So what you need to do, think about, is package some type of, maybe we already have this assessment, discovery process that you charge for, that from that process gives them the exact customized executable plan of what they need to solve their problem without you actually doing the plan. Mm. So mm. do you have something like that at all in place? Yeah, well, we've been sort of we're on the side, we've been having this um, paid audit, um, but we'd sort of downsell it. Um, so we're sort of toying with the idea of perhaps putting that as the actual offer before we put we, we introduce them into the system. Well, what I would do if I were you is add that to your roadmap as your first mm -hmm. stage of your process to engage with you. And right. you make the fee nominal, not substantial, mm -hmm. where they got to think about it, but just enough for them to go, okay, that sounds reasonable. Um, let's mm -hmm. do this. Then they're engaged with you and all is moving forward down the conveyor belt. But I yeah, think what yeah. you need to do is repackage it, rename it, label it so it, it fits exactly what they need at this stage of the process, which probably is clarity and a plan. Mm -hmm. To solve their problem and then of course the next phase would be for you to execute the plan mm -hmm. like a financial advisor they typically do an assessment discovery of the situation of the client and from that they can figure out exactly what the plan is they need to execute 
to get their situation in place. I think the same thing with you. You just make your mm -hmm. initial plan as the initial gate they have to go through. And logically, it makes sense. You gotta mm -hmm. do an assessment first before you can do plan anyways, you know? Yeah, so further due diligence to build that trust before you end up building the relationship and getting into bed together. Correct, because you use that first stage to make that marriage happen. Got it, cool. Very good. All right. Thanks, good to see Harry. you, Mike. You too, mate. Take care, bye-bye. Okay, we're, we're back to stuff. The Guru Show. We are live. We have folks all over the world coming in now. Of course, we have Blake from Australia. We have some more folks in the wings coming in. If you're uh, on the podcast listening, uh, welcome. Uh, please always drop us a note uh, on how you much you enjoy this show. If you do, if you don't, give us some feedback as well. If you want to have a private consultation, just go to unlockthegame.com forward slash free consult. Um, gosh, my books are on our website, unlockthegame.com. There's so much there. You can you can play with, uh, we also are just launching our new mastery program. It's our 12 month curriculum uh, program, group coaching program to teach you how to master our unlock the game process. Uh, applications are now available and open. It's on our website, unlockthegame.com forward slash mastery program, uh, group coaching where you can begin to learn more about that and apply to be considered to be a member in that program. So uh, we'll pull the next person and Steve if we can. All righty, here we go. I'm going to bring on Michael. And Michael, if you could let everybody know what you're all about and uh, your question for Ari, please. I appreciate that. Thanks for the opportunity. Hello, Ari. Hey, my, name is, my name is Michael Evans. I'm a wealth manager for high-achieving professionals, the ones that we really seem to make the biggest difference for in their lives are the ones that see us as a partner, as a collaborative relationship. One of the things I often get are clients or referral sources that ping me and say, hey, I've got a friend, a buddy, a client, somebody that's going through something large in their life. Generally, it's a transition. Many of the times it's something like a sale of a business or uh, stepping aside and having other partners you know, take over and then they want to transition to a different life. One of the things I find is um, that they are very emotionally wrapped up in the moment. So if it's a sale of the business, they are just starting down the process of getting a broker, trying to decide how much they want, who are the buyers, and they're very much fixated and focused on that. Um, after listening to your book about unlocking the sales game, I'm just really appreciative. Uh, in my office, we take a collaborative, consultative uh a manner of addressing them. What I'm trying to get at is I'll sit down and I'll understand their goals three years out and they'll, they'll be pretty forthright. I think I should have been a priest. Uh, I'm a good Catholic. I should have been a priest. People tell me things and they, they really come clean. I also ask them, what do they have to overcome? What is their fear, their danger? Uh, maybe what their strengths and opportunities are. But there comes a time where I realize that we can really make a difference for them. Our solution fits them. The trouble is because they're so emotionally wrapped up, it seems like they're almost always like, look, look, I really appreciate what you're doing. Once the sale goes through, once I get the big pot of gold, I'm going to reach out to you. We have noticed in the years that we're in our 14th year now that if we get involved earlier, yeah. well before the sale, well before that, if they articulate their goals, we can align so much of their financial life so that it happens in a tax efficient, appropriate manner. I'm sure that you've heard that from other financial advisors, but we really do take a deep dive and position them. 
My consternation is I feel it is too salesy or too pushy because they're emotionally wrapped up in these other things that are happening that I don't just want to say, look, you're going to do so much better if you engage with us now. Let us touch your life. Get, you know, really get in deep with you so we can align all these things. So Ari, I guess after a long-winded way of describing this, I'd like to know how can I move them along and have them see that there's benefit? Um, If they're being introduced by our clients already, the client can see it. You know, our client that's making the introduction, but many people have not worked with a fiduciary wealth advisor. They really don't see like what it would be on the other side. So in my process, what is, what, how do I want to move them to be able, so I can have the conversation with them? Okay. So one thing that you're doing here, you may not be aware of is that you're attempting to have them see the future with you. You're selling the future. You're saying, hey, this is stuff we should look at. What are your goals? What do you want to achieve? And you're taking them from the present to the future. And and, and that's where it's getting hung up. You got to be very careful because future selling no longer is effective because people can't think past, as you said, past tomorrow anymore. They're so frazzled with life and text and SMSs and stress that it's hard for them to, to be with you in the future. And that's what we were taught over the years by the sales gurus is, sell the future and that's normal. So what I'm suggesting to you is rather than talking about the future, focus currently on their current concerns. Now you even said the word to me a minute ago, you said, I wanna help them see we can help them. The word see is a visual word and what they need to feel comfortable with you is some kind of visual roadmap that shows them pre-sale what the process is to overcome their current obstacles. Because right now, all they can see is a very narrow view of their world, right? 100 degrees. They just see this stress going on. You want to have a way to say, let, let, if, if I may, may I walk you through our roadmap for how we work pre-sale to show you all the issues and obstacles you need to avoid and how we can get you through that in a systematic way so you, don't, you can get yourself out of the situation you're in right now. So you need some way to keep them focused on the now, not the future. The future stuff will come naturally once they engage with you now in a small baby step. If that makes sense? Sure, it does. So if they articulate, you know, I want to make sure I have enough money to be able to transition and live the life I want. I want to set up my heirs so that they also participate in this. And then maybe like I have charitable intent or I want to endow all my kids, grandkids, you know, education to show them today. Those are their three things. Here are the things we address. Here's the path you're going to take. And I just know it's going to make a big change for them. But I shouldn't sell that. I should sell today. So what you say is, that's the future. Let's hold off on that for now. Yeah. Let's stay focused on where you're at right now and how to get to the future. Right now, you won't achieve any of those goals at all until you first get through these four phases that we've figured out that most business owners get stuck in during this process and never get to their goals. So let's 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 fix the first part first before the second part. Does that make sense to you, John? Like then you gotta get their head logically set up around this, understand they're about to go into a black hole. And without you having a, being a guide, they could never, may never get their goals. So Ari, if they then say, you know, I just have so much on my plate, it makes sense. I just don't know if I can, if I have the bandwidth. No problem. You don't have to have any bandwidth because we'll do the work for you 
We simply advise you on what to do. So in fact, if anything, we'll cut time out of your current day so you're more focused on what you should be doing. Sounds great. So what, what, here, here's the bottom line. What they need from you is clarity. They need clarity on a path out of this sort of maze they're in because they're overwhelmed and confused. So hopefully that helps you and gives you some yes. path. Yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate your insights. Awesome. Take care. Take All right. Care. We are back to the Stump the Guru Show live. Uh, I'm here in Sydney, Australia. You probably caught the accent. Originally from San Diego. Been here for 20 years now. And uh, we have a global team of coaches work, work around the world. Focus specifically on trust-based selling and shifting your mindset away from offering your solution to focusing in on the current problems. Uh, I just talked to the gentleman there, as you probably heard that. It's very common for folks in the advisory business to attempt to sell the future. Um, and that was all fine pre-COVID, but now people have shifted to focus on the now. And your job is to do a deep dive down the iceberg to help these folks understand that you have a path and clarity and a roadmap to help them through what they're going through right now. Hopefully it gives us some clarity for those listening on this podcast. If you want some help around your situation, please don't hesitate to reach out to us to have a chat with us. Steve, who else do we have back there? All righty, I'm gonna bring Sam on. I mean, we all know Sam already, and I think the viewers know Sam, and the people that listen to the podcast every month know Sam. But either way, Sam, if you will, please, the routine of letting everybody know who you are and then your question, of course. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Uh, hi, Ari. Good to see you again. Um, my area at the moment, I'm still fine-tuning this uh, water demonstration sort of business that I'm working on at the same time. Um, so I know that the people I deal with, they're not the typical low-volume, high-value. They're more the other way. This is a transactional-type environment. So I'm trying to emulate as many of the trust-based principles into that area. My challenge is this, and this is what I want some help on. I find that because these people aren't your typical professionals, they're more like your mum and dads. My challenge is that I, I, they don't even want to really set up an appointment when I call them afterwards to do my traditional follow-up. But I, they don't want to talk on the phone. So it doesn't matter how I phrase that call. They respond by text or they say, send me an email. And the more I say, look, would you be open to have a conversation? You know, they'll just get replies around back to the texts and back to the emails. I'm finding it quite frustrating. So my question is, I've tried a number of things. How do I move them away from the text and the email and just encourage them to say, look, I can't actually really help you until we have a conversation? And they're still wanting me to send information or send up. Is this after the first meeting? Sorry? This is after the first meeting, yeah. yeah All right, yeah. So, so, so we got to go backwards here. Uh at your first meeting, assuming you do well and they're comfortable with you and they like you, and I'm assuming that's all that's all good there. Yeah. At the end of the meeting, you got to set the rules of engagement of how you communicate with them after the meeting, <clears throat> right? Because most people just say, hey, nice to meet you, great, fantastic, and thumbs up and you leave and then it goes into this black hole of communication that's totally unstructured. Yeah. You need structure. Yeah. So you need to let them know how you work. So at the end of the meetings, you know, they're still need to think about it or whatever. Say, look, if you'd be open to it, how about if we schedule another time to chat together? 
uh, give you some time to think about this. And uh, because I'm so busy, I, I only work by appointment only. And if it's okay with you, can we set up a brief time, say a week or two from now, we can talk for say 15 minutes on the phone, briefly if you'd like, and I can be available to you to answer any questions you might have. And I may have some more insights for you then as I go and think more about your situation. Would you be open to that? Love it. And I've tried very versions of that. And usually, because these are not professional people that are used to appointments or that, and getting the first appointment was like, you know, extracting blood out of a stone. In that case, in that case, Sam, you're going to have to need something else that they want as an incentive to meet with you again. Right. You got to think about what else could there be? Maybe there, I, I don't know your world, but there could be some other information, some product, some incentive, some reason to have a second step with you in your process. This is a, a process re-engineering question, if that's mm. your scenario, to think about, okay, what would be the logical next step for them that they would want to go to to meet with you again? You just got to yeah, think about yeah. that. Well, I mean, the logical step. Yeah, they'll probably have some questions. I mean, we covered everything, but, yeah, that, that's the – I get what you're saying. There needs to be something there for us to – Want to we got to rethink a little bit about what could be a next step in the process that would they need to feel comfortable, yeah, making the decision. Maybe it's something else. We can talk offline mm -hmm. about this, but there's something missing here that because they need a reason to meet with you again. If there's no okay. reason, then obviously there's no reason. Obviously, so we just got to think about what would be the next step in that process. That's sure. All. Okay. Well, let me continue with the same scenario. Let's say I get a random text saying, "Hey, that was really great." Um, can you send me some information about X to my email? After the meeting, yeah. Yep. So let's say I, I didn't schedule anything. I finished up thinking, okay, it's not a sale or whatever. And then I get a random text, which happens, and say, blah 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 blah. Can you send me an email about sure. whatever? Now, I don't want to. I don't want to send anything. I want to talk. So sure. how do I transition from that to? I don't want to say to them, I'm not going to send you an email. Let's just have a chat. Well, but it's what, what you, you write in the email that's the key. No, I don't want to send them an email. No, no. I know you don't want to do that, Sam. But you can use the request for the email to then get them to a phone call. Right. So uh, what would be some of the example that what they might ask you for an email? What would they say? Well, they might say, uh, I saw one of your competitors have got this price. Um, you said when you were here that, you know, you would outline the differences. Can you shoot me an email with some of the differences between your product and that? Yes. Product? Okay. So you write an email to the guy, but it only has, let's say there's, there's five reasons why you're different. Yep. You say there, there's multiple reasons why we're different. Uh, there's uh, approximately five of these. A couple are dot, dot. Yeah. Uh, the others require more explanation. Would you be open to a brief chat again so I can walk you through the other items as well? Uh, then you okay. call them on the phone afterwards. Right. You got to leave something hanging, Sam, in yeah. your process to get a next step in your process. That's just kind of how things work. Okay. Okay. So send them the email, make them feel good. Yeah, I'm doing what you want. Give them a little bit and say, would you be open to having a chat about the others? And yeah, because they, they, re they require some explanation. Right. Mm -hmm. Email is a very flat, one-dimensional oh, medium. Yeah. It's yeah. only like, here's the attachment or here's a number. That's pretty much it. It doesn't have any room for explanation.
So legitimately, it would make sense to lead to the items that require an explanation or analysis would make sense to have a chat with the guy or anyone else. So it, it's legitimate to say that. So, does that help? So you, you'd end the email with, uh, would you be open having a chat or something like that? Yeah, I, I would say the, the, the rest of the items require a bit of explanation um, in detail. And I'm happy to have a quick chat for you. If you'd be open to it, let me know, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And then, and then call either response or call him back because he now knows there's more to talk about. Right. Okay. Hey, yep. did you get my email? Great. Let me walk you through with the rest of the explanation around that. And then you're, you're on the phone with him. Oh, I love it. Ari. That makes sense. Yeah. That's right, perfect. So. Yeah. I like that. The yeah. fact that you're leaving, giving them something, but not everything requires them to want to talk to you. And it's legitimate because some items require a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Thanks, Good to see you, Sam. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, we had an interesting show today. Different conversations, different um, industries, but all sort of down to the core problem of how do we connect with people at a level where they stick with us through the process, they see we want to help them, and we have their goals in mind. And that is the primary reason why most folks chase people and ghosts because they don't feel that you trust that they can trust you enough to feel you have their goals in mind and it's not because you're not trustworthy it's because we're now in a commoditized world uh the internet is now ubiquitous they can get information whatever they want wherever they want and they're shopping for things and so if you don't have a process in place to shift that mode at hello with someone then you'll always be subject to being subservient to their process, getting stuck in situations like this. That's what our one call sale process is about. We've developed a unique technology and a system uh, like a doctor and a patient to be able to build enough trust with somebody on one meeting for them to feel intuitively and emotionally uh, that you're the one for them without pressure, without chasing, without follow-up. Now, it may not be a signed contract at, at the first call, but it will definitely be a commitment to stay on the calendar with you and work with you. If that's what you're looking for and want help around that, then please grab my book on our website, unlockthegame.com, or grab a chance to have a chat with myself or one of my coaches, and we'll schedule that and uh, just be open to a different way of thinking because it will challenge your, your current construct. Uh, I think we're almost at the end of the show. Anyone left uh, out there, Steve, or are we good? Uh, we've we've got. I think Jerry's in and out. His camera's not on, so that's up to you. Uh, he's. Uh, we'll, we'll hold off. There's no camera for this. We can time. hold him for next time. It's all good. Sure, no problem. Okay, thank you everyone for coming to the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Got some new notes, some new ideas, and please, please reach out to us on our website, unlockthegame.com. Let us know how you join the show. Take care. We'll see you next time. Signing off. We hope you've enjoyed this month's segment of Stump the Guru and that you've discovered some new trust-based selling strategies that you can apply directly to your sales process. You can get access to Ari's Trust-Based Selling 60-Minute Masterclass at www.unlockthegame.com forward slash video. And if you want to go one step further, you can order his latest book, Unlock the Sales Game, and get a free one-on-one -on -one sales growth consultation at www.unlockthegame.com. Before we say goodbye for now, if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to review this podcast. It's easy. Just scroll down to the bottom of Stump the Guru podcast within Apple Podcast until you reach 
ratings and reviews. Click one of the five stars under Tap to Rate to leave a rating. Thanks so much and we'll see you on the next show.